Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Kiana. And I'm Elaine. And today, we're recapping Season 4, Episode 9, Tangerine, and Episode 10, Varsity Blues. And, like always, we're starting off with two truths and one lie. Yeah, gimme. So let's see if you can get it. <laughs> I've had such a great track record. I feel like you get more than... Yeah. No, no, I've only gotten one right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> I was pretty like, bad. I thought for a while you were going to get all of them, but then yeah. we swapped, we like switched it up, and since then, you've yeah. been more tricky. We that's try fine. to be unpredictable. Yeah. yeah. But as Shaka Khan says, this is my night. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. So number one, Betty gets into Yale. Okay. Number two, we meet Frank, Fred Andrews' brother, who Archie never knew about. <laughs> okay. And three, FP gets shot in pumps. Do I get to know more than that? No, this is it. Okay. Yeah, you don't get to know. You can't ask follow-up Yeah, questions. yeah, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I love the second one. That just seems so Riverdale. They already did that this season, though, with Veronica. Um... I guess, wait, what do I get? I guess the truth? Yes. Yes. Wait, it's, it's two truths and one lie, so you guess the lie. I guess the lie. Yes, sorry. Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> You're just so excited. Yes. I know, it's just, yes. We're just trying to throw you off. The lie. Mm-hmm. I'll say Betty getting into Yale's the lie. Correct. Yay! It's my night. It is my night. Shaka Khan said it. <laughs> they knew. Yes. Yeah, Betty didn't get into Yale, but guess who did? Archie. <laughs> that would have oh, been too obvious. Yeah, it was like, that would have no, been a Jughead. shock. Jughead got Jughead. Jughead. Yes, yeah. he okay. did. And he didn't even apply. How does that work? We'll get Mr. into it. Yeah. Mr. Turtle. Mr. Turtle. Mr. Turtle. <laughs> Everyone's favorite character. Nepotism. What were you going to say, Elaine? I was just going to say, but honestly, like, if Archie got into any college at this point, I would just be, like... Suspicious. Suspicious. I mean, and like, he with his... Sports scholarships, right? He's in sports. But... You still normally have to have a certain GPA. I feel like he just hasn't even been in school half he's the like time. He's like not even trying anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like he's even trying. Like, I mean, maybe he could, but I just feel like with his like juvie record, right? He's like and so much he's missed so much school. Like, if he did, I would just be like, how? Yeah, how? Well, I mean, like, it's real, so I know I wouldn't ask that much. That's true. It's just like okay. I guess. I guess we're just you know. I guess there's just room for everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. So where does that drama start with the whole one person getting into Yale, the other person getting into not getting into Yale start? Is this well, the beginning? That's something that we forgot to mention last week mm-hmm. was that Betty got um mail saying that she didn't get into Yale. That's, oh that's what started her whole drama with her mom. Yeah. And oh, about her mom okay. not respecting yeah. her privacy because her mom opened her mail before she got home. Oh I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, we knew she didn't get in. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then Jughead got summoned to Mr. Turtle's office. <laughs> and he, he used, used the, the word, word summoned. Oh my gosh. He's like, Mr. Turtle summoned me. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go, guys. <laughs> showed him your writing and they got you an interview for Yale. And Jughead's like, I don't even apply. And he's like, 
too bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you don't need to apply because I know a guy. Right. Yeah. And it would be dumb of Jughead to say, no thanks, I'm good. Right. So. I mean, at but, least have the interview and see what happens, But you that's know? still crazy suspicious. Like, isn't Mr. Totally. Turtle, like, yeah. the Darth Vader of, of uh, Stonewall? <laughs> yeah, like, he hated him a day ago, and now he's, like, yeah. buddies. Yeah. yeah, like, he literally, like, leaned over Jughead and threatened him to his face the day before, and now he gave him an interview to Yale, yeah. and Jughead's not a, at all suspicious of this? Yeah. I guess there has been, like, a little bit of time no, that's it's been passed like, with these episodes. I think it's been, like, what, four months, they said, Seems or something? Seems like Jughead gotten to Stonewall, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so okay. So, like, there's been some time. It's probably, that no, was Halloween. It's probably been at least a couple months, But that I was Halloween, say. and we just had a Thanksgiving We're, like, post-Christmas. Are we? They didn't have a Christmas episode? Well, and, yeah, they're nearing the end of the semester, okay. so it's been months. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so th- wow, they've come so far in the relationship. Yeah, I know. After he said those iconic words of, get out of my sight. <laughs> now he just can't. Look at him He now. can't stop looking at him. Now he doesn't want him to leave his sight. Yeah, Ooh. except to go to Yale. Yeah, except <laughs> so. to go to Yale. <laughs> so Jughead has this Yale interview. Goes pretty well. The guy's like actually impressed with his writing. Things are looking up for Jughead. Okay. Also... He gets a little invite to a cool little club. Ooh, is it, wait, is this the, wait, okay. It's something and something. Yes. Skull. Mm-hmm. Bones. Mm-hmm. They're writers. Pen? Skull and pen? Old pen. Quill? Yes. Quill and skull. Yes. Yes. Nice. There you I go. I did it. You Secret did society. it. That should have been a whole game. Which, also, I was disappointed because, yeah, he gets initiated into the secret society, but they had no quills. They had a skull, but no quills. (laughs) They had a skull, but no quills. Yeah. No budget this time. Yeah, I'm like, what what is up with that? Yeah, like, literally a secret writing club, and they don't have any, like, reference to writing whatsoever. They're just skulls. Just skulls. Just skulls. (laughs) I'm like, where's the quill? Well, was it at, like, a Texas roadhouse or something? Did they just, like... (laughs) They have to, like, do it there just for that night? Or was it... Where is the secret society? Can I know? I mean, they have different meeting places. But it's not in... It is in the school? Yeah. Well, like, they inducted him out in the woods, and they all wore these Hogwarts robes. Mm -hmm. Of course. (laughs) And then... Like a Snuggie? They were pretty legit, I would say. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, really nice graduation robes almost, too. Ooh, Or, like, regalia, like, for a master's Mm -hmm. or something. I would love to see them just out in the Snuggies. (laughs) Yes. But no, they also met in the basement um, when they told their deepest, darkest secrets. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. kind of their lair, like their main meeting place. Was that like yeah. an off-camera thing, or did everyone like have juicy secrets? Well, they only shared Brett and Donna's. Oh. Which I was like, I want to hear everybody's. Yeah, because yeah. theirs were juicy. Yeah. I'm like, Maybe they were like too more. juicy. Maybe the other ones were just like, I ran a red light or something. <laughs> well, what was Jughead's? Would I know it? No. no. It's something we hadn't heard of before. Oh. He's not even told Betty. <sighs> What was it? Mm-hmm. It was about back, you know, like back in the first season when he was living at the movie theater. Yes, and the he was drive-in. homeless. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he talked about when back when he was homeless and how he used to live like under this one bridge, and there was this guy, Doc, I think was his name, but he just would watch out for Jughead and make sure that nobody gave him trouble. Oh. And one day, um, these guys came and beat him up. Doc. Yeah, they beat Doc up and Jughead just like watched the whole thing and didn't do anything. Oh, that's sad. And he said it's like the thing he's most ashamed of. Mm. I mean, he was a teenager. Like, yeah. 
And this was like Jughead in like what, like sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. This is like he joined before, a gang. I know. So yeah. This is pre Serpent Jughead. Before yeah. he cut the skin off a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like how he's not more ashamed of that. When he was innocent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Um, Jughead also got a contract to be the new Baxter Brothers writer, Ghost yeah, Writer. He won. He won it. He won it. Also, like literally, they read their manuscript in class <laughs> then <laughs> as soon as he finishes mr turtle's like well we got our winner and jughead's like <laughs> like that and he's Rude. like yep just like that like he it was maybe 10 seconds after he finished he just was like you won this is the best thing i've ever yeah, heard just hearing that this is ears. all i need <laughs> and then brett's like you can't be serious that his is better than mine and he's like oh yes it is that's like the best writing so, yeah, if you want this, you have to be, like, willing to accept or follow the rules. But if you follow mm-hmm. the rules, you can be the new ghostwriter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he hands him this thick, like, NDA contract that he has to sign. Mm-hmm. And he, like, gives him some time to think about it. Yeah. Also, I need to just, like, throw the fact in here that Jughead's story was <laughs> about a boy whose body was found in a river and solving the mystery of it. Oh. Literally Jason Blossom. Oh, oh, yes. Also, every piece that Jughead has written in this entire show has been about something they actually did. Like, he is one of the most uncreative writers. (laughs) And if he's supposed to be this great writer in this show, literally, he can't come up with his own story. Yeah. He only goes off of his own experience. Like, the protagonist's name is, like, Mughead with his friends Barchi, Veronica, Letty. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And the body they find in the river is Mason. Mason. (laughs) They love to eat at Mops. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We live in Liverdale. (laughs) Anyways, we, we could talk about Jughead's writing all day, but... Well... Side note on that, I just realized that the stories are called the Baxter Brothers. And in Sabrina, their high school is Baxter High. Ooh. Coincidence. Coincidence? I think not. That's not the only crossover thing in these shows, though. So we'll get to that. Oh. That's what made me think about it, though. I'm like, interesting. Wait, is there a Sabrina thing? Yeah. Yes. How? Why? We'll get there. We'll get there. You'll see. You you, you should guess. I don't know Sabrina. I haven't seen Sabrina. This is this is why you should guess. Fine. Is Sabrina from Sabrina in it? No. We'll tell you later. You'll never guess. Well, that was a pointless game. <laughs> and then we'll tell you in half an hour. <laughs> it's going to be a nail biter, guys. You got to keep listening. This is our clickbait. <laughs> keep watching. Okay, so... Yeah, so Jughead gets his offer to write the new Baxter Brothers novel, but he's still sitting on all these suspicions that he has with his grandpa, you know, being the original author and yes. Mr. Turtle, like, stealing it from him. And so he did, he feels kind of conflicted about it, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It all just seems and, too convenient. Well, yeah, and he's just like, oh. And so he's, like, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so then he talks to Charles. Oh, and okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Charles is like, what's going on, you know? And Jughead says he wants to find his grandpa. And he wants him to look for him. Wait, is he alive? He doesn't know. But he wants, he just wants to know because he wants to talk to him about everything that happened with the books. You know, and so eventually, yeah, like Charles tracks him down and he's living in the forest in like a van. Mm -hmm. This RV. Oh, just like that? Wow. Yeah. Okay, so he's, like, been and, nearby this whole time? Yeah, he's been nearby, Weird. Okay. but they didn't even know. And 
Yeah, his grandpa like answers the gun, like answers the door with a gun and like points it at him, and he's like, "Hey, he's like, it's yeah. like me, Forsyth the third. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, in that case, come on in." Here's the hat for proof that yeah, I've like, had since I was a baby. Can't you tell? <laughs> Wait, that's two new relatives. If you're two twos and a lie is oh, correct. Yeah. Two oh, new relatives. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't end there. No, okay. <laughs> you're gotta buckle in. Get ready. I gotta buckle in. <laughs> Yeah, so he lets him in and um, his grandpa tells him, well, everything that your dad told you about me is probably true. (laughs) And Jughead's like, oh, really? So what happened? You know, like, tell me about it. And so like... Sorry. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, he tells Jughead that he is right. He did write the original Baxter Brothers book. Okay. But he wasn't doing really well at Stonewall Prep, and he dropped out. But Mr. Turtle liked the story, and he bought it from his grandpa. When they were classmates. When they were classmates. Like in high school. Okay. Yeah, and he paid him $5,000 to buy the book from him. Like and, the whole rights and everything And the like rights. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so Mr. Turtle bought it legally. He does own the franchise. Mm-hmm. And... His grandpa said that he was really embarrassed by it when he saw how big of a success it was, and he felt like a failure for selling it instead uh-huh. of continuing with it and not, and you know, just kind of giving up on himself. Yeah. And so then he took out that frustration on FP and like his wife. Right. And he started drinking, and then he eventually just ran away because he thought it would be better for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Jughead, did they hug? Did they hug it out? Jughead and his grandpa? No. I don't think there's a hug, but they're like his grandpa isn't this like mean, terrible character. Like he's he seems pretty likable. Sure. He you know? just seems kind of sad. sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just kind of sad. And sad. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell he's not happy with his life mm. and what he's done with himself. You know, it's like. But Jughead, you know, he kind of like pedals back and he's like, okay, I shouldn't have been as accusatory with Mr. Turtle, yeah, you know, like he he's like, he was wrong. Yeah, and he's like, I was wrong. He bought it legally. Like I shouldn't have attacked him like that. Mm-hmm. And then he feels better about being the next ghostwriter too, because yeah, there's no, like no bad blood. And yeah. it was just like, right. he's so like he, not trying to set him up for yeah, failure or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, this is like clean. Right. Yes. So yeah. he signs the contract. Without even reading it? Well, he read it. Yeah, oh. he read it, but he signs it and his signature. Yes. Kiana loves Forsyth PJ three like the Roman numeral three with the crown over PJ three. PJ okay. Pendleton oh Jones. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That's cute. I like the uh-huh. crown signature. I know. So I'm like, man, I wish my signature was cool like that. You can make it cool. You can add I can a crown. Be the third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's gonna check? Yeah. No yeah. one will know. Wait, are women thirds? I mean, Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Yeah, it's like mm, they can yeah. be. It's just I feel like not as traditional for right, like a woman to be married name. after their yeah. mom, but. Named after, married after, the, named after their mom. Did you say married after? I think you did. <laughs> I don't think you did. Okay. Never <laughs> It's just I feel like not as traditional for right, like a woman to be married name. after their yeah. mom. Uh, double that and keep it in. <laughs> Delete that. So also to wrap up the grandpa story, you already spoiled um, from the two truths and a lie, FP gets shot in this episode. So yeah. He is chilling in the hospital. And Jughead goes... Wait, he just gets randomly shot? We'll, we'll, we'll get into we'll it. We'll tell you why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but he's fine. It's just another flesh wound. 
but he's in the hospital overnight. So Jughead goes, visits him, says like, hey, I met grandpa. I was wrong about the whole conspiracy theory. Um, but he says he like does regret um, like being such a bad father to you. If I got him to come here and like say hi to you, would that be okay? And FP's so sweet. And he's like, well, I can't go anywhere. So I guess if he were to come, I couldn't. You know, say no. Right. Like, he wants Doing, to... like, the shy puppy thing. Well, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And you can tell, he, like, he does want to see his dad. So Jughead goes back, and his grandpa's gone. <sighs> like, like, he just... he fled. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, because Jughead found him. Oh, yeah. that's tragic. And so, like, Jughead comes back to the hospital on FP. Like, he looks really upset, and he's like, yeah, let he me guess. So he didn't want to see me. It's just, like, sad, but, and like... And then is the grandpa, like, in the window? <laughs> peeking in? <laughs> yeah, through a bush. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Yeah. No, it was just, like, very heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much everything that... Jughead and FP, their, their, their story's done. They have a nice uh, little, uh... Well, FP had many more adventures. Well... Yeah, okay, tell me about the shooting. Is this relevant now? Oh, yeah, it's relevant. Okay. Because there was a new dynamic duo that was born this episode. What? Is this mm-hmm. Archie's superhero thing again? Yeah. Oh, we've, we've got, got Pure Heart and Snake Zaddy. Snake Zaddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is our um, superhero name for FP. Yes. Oh, it's not. Okay. It's not from the show. No. Oh, this okay. is us. But we thought he needed one too because they became this little crime fighting duo together and it was such a good pairing. Like a buddy mm-hmm. cop kind of a thing. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. FP, like he comes to the community center with like these photos, like security cam photos of this vigilante and he shows them to Archie and he's like, be honest with me. Is this you? And Archie's like, yeah, it's me. And FP is just like, pretty much like, you idiot, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, what if you get hurt? Or like, what if somebody else gets involved in this? He's like, you can't just be going out on your own and fighting these people. Looking like that. Yeah, like, come on, get yourself a proper uniform. Yeah. Or what does Archie even have to defend himself? Just the baseball bat? Just the baseball Mm -hmm. bat. And his fists. And his fury. (laughs) And his pure heart. I was going to yeah. say his pure heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does he, okay, when he like approaches criminals, does he like use the pure heart thing? Like if he like no, try no. to talk them down the ledge, like, hey, maybe you don't have to be so bad. Or does no. he just go full on? No, this isn't, this isn't like a friendship anime where they like tell them, <laughs> what happened to you? You can be good again. No, this is a, he just wants to beat you up. So he's just like, hey, get out of town or you're dead. And then they're like, you're like, 17 and they just like antagonize him and then he just beats him up when i was 17 my voice was still cracking i'm pretty sure (laughs) hey yeah so like fp you know like he confronts him about this and then he's like you know what though let's like end this let's get this guy out of here Mm -hmm. and he's pretty much like don't do this anymore wink wink (laughs) wait don't wait don't do like tell archie don't do the the like don't yeah like don't be a vigilante anymore because you know last episode alice had this great idea for fp that like just because you're the sheriff doesn't mean you can't also be a serpent doesn't mean you can't also be a gang leader if you're (laughs) the sheriff best of both worlds yeah he's like if Hiram can be like a criminal and mayor why can't i have both slices of the pie too mm-hmm. yes more corruption yes even <laughs> more better. double dipping yes yeah. but the serpents are like a good gang 
Oh yeah, they're a good game that beats people it's up like and like community and, and cuts skin drugs off of women. and yeah, in defense of, of your family and lets high school high schoolers uh, use the the strip pole. Yes, for um, feminism or yeah. self confidence. <laughs> Okay, no. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> Anyways, I can't go on. Okay, this. they're not perfect, but they're reformed. Yeah, they're like, say that. They're not like super terrible gang. Anyway, <laughs> what is a not super terrible? What's a good gang? No, they're not. Are they're not the ghoulies. They're not a good gang. <laughs> <laughs> the lukewarm, lukewarm gang. How okay. About that? The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what are they doing? Are they causing trouble anymore? Or are they just like working? They kind of like basically disbanded. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're really doing anything now. Yeah. But FP pulls out that jacket, that mm-hmm. iconic serpent jacket, mm. and him and Archie go to beat up the Dickinson brothers, like get them out of town, mm-hmm. and it's just like such a great little partnership. I love that. Did they fist bump at the end? They went to Pops at the end for a celebratory milkshake. Oh, that's nice. Which is where FP got shot, though, because one of Dodger's crew comes in and shoots him. Yep. Wow trauma what happens after that you know like fp's in the hospital and archie you know is like pissed about it and he's like they just can't leave like that after like almost killing you and because fanes comes in and tells them that they're leaving town and you know like f um yeah yeah, ex-serpent drew ray tanner or serpent what drew ray tanner fanes Drew, 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 Ray, comma, Ray. (laughs) I mean, space. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's going to be a series regular for season five, so you better get to know him. He was Kevin's last boyfriend who was at the farm. Yeah. What's his name? Fangs. Fangs Fogarty. Mm-mm. You look at me like I know what this is. I only watched like season one and part of season two. I, yeah, know. I know. That's the point of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kiana forgot for a moment. She was Drew Ray, Drew Ray Tanner. Drew Ray Tanner. <laughs> Come face. Okay. Anyway. So they're leaving town because yeah. they're like, we're over the drama, we're over the bullshit. Like they were now. like, well, we got our little revenge. Like basically it was like a little revenge shooting. Like bam, bam, leaving town. Mm-hmm. It's like their goodbye, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and FP is just like... Let it be. Cool, nice. They're finally gone. We can, like, be at peace now. Mm-hmm. But Archie... All he had to do was get shot, yeah. Yeah, Archie's having none of it. He's like, no, I can't let this go. I need to go beat them up. I need so revenge. So he because goes. revenge slash justice. Because yes. he's pure in heart, this <laughs> <Ms>. Archie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he goes, beats Dodger to a pulp, almost kills him. Mm-hmm. And his mom's there, like, stop, you're gonna kill him. Archie's mom? No, Dodger's mom. Okay, the woman who had the gun last time. Yes. Yeah. At Thanksgiving. Yeah. So then Archie goes home, and it's like, there was this really good scene where he's sitting at the kitchen table, and his mm-hmm. mom finds him, like, beaten, bloody, and she's like, what happened? Who did this to you? And Archie's like, I did. And he's, like, so ashamed that he, like, almost killed someone. He's like, I wanted to kill him. Like, my dad would be so ashamed of me. I've never felt further from him. Mm. And it's like this crazy contrast because all the stuff he's doing to try to like defend the town is to like honor his dad but he's doing it in a way that his dad would be so ashamed of mm-hmm. and it's like this crazy back and forth like battle with an archie it's that mm-hmm. that quote that's like you either die hero live long enough to see yourself become the villain yes kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. yeah this is why i'm glad i'm not hot and muscular and because now i have to rely on my brains yeah and mm-hmm. my, my mouth yes 
you know what I mean. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yes, I use it for the very good. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Like this podcast. <laughs> yes. You guys, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> Was this at mm. end of episode nine? We're like going through both well, episodes. Okay. Yeah, but at the end of episode nine is when, lo and behold, his uncle Frank walks into oh, the community right. center who he's never even heard, heard about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Fred Andrews doesn't seem like the type of person to never talk about his brother, to not even let his son know that and he had a sibling. He's not a complete mess. Like, he's what? not like, I've been in jail for 20 years kind of thing. Or what? He is a mess, but he's, a he's mess. like a charming mess. Okay. Like, he's been in the military, and he has kind of, like, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he didn't hear about and Fred dying because he was, like, on a crab boat somewhere. Yeah, like, Relatable. crab fishing. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done very well by Fred or Archie's mom, like, mm-hmm. Mary. And so, like, that's why they never talked about him, I guess. So she knows about him, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She is very strong opinions of him. <laughs> yeah. She's and is like, not he's lazy, he's good him. for nothing. Like, if you try to get him a job at construction, as soon as he has to lift a finger, he's going to be out of there. Wow. Mm-hmm. But Archie's, like, really charmed by him, and I think he's kind of, like, taking this place of his dad right now, and yeah. it's, like, an attachment to his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so in the episode 10... Yeah, I was like... Frank walks little... in on mm-hmm. Monroe and Archie talking after... Oh, I guess. The opposing team beat up Monroe. Stonewall and Riverdale High are going against each other for the big sports game. And what Monroe's sport? their star player. <laughs> <laughs> the sports game? The big one. The, the championship sports game. Yeah. So they beat up Monroe in their weird bunny masks. So Monroe's injured. And he's like whining to Archie about it because this college didn't come recruit him. This is like his future, right? And so... Who? Um, Mad Dog, Monroe. Okay. Archie's juvie friend. Uh, yeah. Who's mm-hmm. actually pure of heart. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> so he's got, like, this busted up knee, can't play in the game. Frank walks in and he's like, hey, buddy, do you want some drugs? He's like, I've got Just some like that. Pain he killers. sounds like Chester and Cheeto. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've got some pills that can help with got that. Got him from the VA. They can get you through the game. Archie's like, absolutely not. You're not giving my friend this random drugs. But Monroe, like, this is his future, and he's willing to take that risk, and so he takes him. Because mm. yeah, Notre Dame's going to be there to watch him play. Oh. And he's like, this is, like, my one chance. Wow, the hunchback is going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like, for Monroe, though, like, this is, like, a really good opportunity for him when you consider, like, he was in juvie longer than Archie was even. You know, it's like, he hasn't had a lot of opportunities to even, I feel like, pursue a lot of different things in high school, because he's really only had his, like, senior year. So he's had a lot of like catching up he's had to do. So I can understand too why he would want to play. And honestly, it ended up working out for him. Yeah. Because they don't win the game, but Monroe plays well. Okay. And so the coach like basically offers him a scholarship unofficially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this episode is teaching kids to do drugs. Only when it's convenient though. Yes, when it's convenient. Yeah. Do drugs when to get a scholarship in sports. <laughs> yes. Who just comes along. Wow, they really had to introduce a whole uncle character for that? There couldn't just been a random... Oh, the uncle's not going anywhere. You just wait. Yeah, oh, okay. Like... <laughs> I thought Wolf? you meant like he's not not going anywhere. Like that's his only storyline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits around like Kevin now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is like the new Kevin. Did anyone consider just taking uh, Mad Dog's jersey and wearing it and then playing well and then switching out at the last second? Yeah, that's even more ethical mm. there. And very anti-drugs. I'd rather yeah. see cheating. 
<laughs> Speaking of Kevin, sorry, like going back a little bit, he made an appearance mm-hmm. in these episodes for like five seconds with a line. He sang. He sang. Oh god, I one, heard, I like heard a that from my lines. room. Yeah. <laughs> what was that about? Veronica was performing in the speakeasy, and he was. On, oh, little cabaret like, act? Yeah, and he was on the keys, and he, like, sang a few lines. Kevy on the keys. Kevy on the Ooh. keys. Yeah, she did Saturday Night's All Right while Archie fought in the alley. Mm-hmm. Oh, so on his end, Saturday Night was not all right. It was all right for a fight. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Those are the lyrics of okay? <laughs> Well, that's kind Total of neat. coincidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they also did another musical number in the next episode where they did Cherry Bomb, the cheerleaders, led by Cheryl, of course, obviously, like Joan, Jet- like Cherry Bomb. I love that. Yes, it's like Cheryl's song. Yes, for real. While the football players like did their last um um uh what's it called when they you can do it play play the last there you go she did it guys. Welcome to Sportscast. Okay. Yes. ESPN forty two. <laughs> they have like so many channels <laughs> let's get into it how many channels too many i was like i have no idea no i've never seen an espn i've never watched espn i don't know her <laughs> <laughs> anyway two good musical numbers nice wait what was the wait was the, oh cherry bomb was the second yeah. one yeah oh, i kind of want to watch that honestly <laughs> do it so Veronica didn't only have a great musical number this episode. She had a little bit of story. Good for her. So there's this recruiter from Columbia recruiting her because she didn't get into like her first and second choice colleges. Was her second choice going to be Yale? Dartmouth. Okay. She didn't really care about Yale. Ivy League. Yes. yes. Yeah. The characters in the show only go to Ivy League colleges. <laughs> yeah. Mm, obviously. Yeah. But somebody tipped her off. Somebody meeting daddy. Um... Or tipped off the Columbia recruiter that Veronica was going to be working and they should come see her at work. So this recruiter watches her do this whole routine and like sell her, not illegal, but like, I don't know. Is it legal to sell alcohol if you're under 18? No, it's not. So her illegal rum business. (laughs) Because you can't sell anything like an open container. Even if you're like a waitress at a restaurant, if you're under 18, you can't even serve like an open container of alcohol. Is that like a federal law or is that I'm pretty sure it's a federal state? law. Because maybe they're in one of those states that's I like, mean, maybe it is federal. You have a note from your parents. Well, her daddy is the mayor, so. So she can get away with it, yeah. 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 Anyway, so it's like really awkward. But the Columbia lady seems to like her anyway. But basically, the rum business is booming because she gets her grandma's recipe to compete with her dad. Oh. She calls in his mommy. And so <laughs> it's like, get... I need something to beat your son. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and she's like, do you know what your son's been doing? Yeah, she tells on him. And so then, yeah, Hiram's mom comes into his office. Oh, yes. And slaps him. Oh, yes. And she's like, what have you been doing to your <laughs> daughter? You should be ashamed of yourself, pretty much. And then... He, and then Verona comes in in her, like, fur coat, casually, and he's like, really? You turned my own mother against me? <laughs> and she's just like, yep. <laughs> and she gave me the secret family rum recipe. But Hiram, not to be outdone, quickly goes and patents the recipe so that Veronica can't use it. She shouldn't have said anything. Well, I'm pretty sure he had it patented already. Maybe he already did. He just I like think, whipped it out. No, I think he did. Like I feel like if he already had it patented before, he would have been like, 
I'm going to use this. He can't do anything. He'd be like, I haven't patented already. You can't do anything. I feel like he got some Maybe he did. Maybe he did go back later and then patent it. Maybe. Anyway. So then Veronica's like, fine. I'll make mine spice rum and add a bunch of spices. And then Hiram's like, you can't do that because the base recipes are too close. Mm -hmm. So here's a cease and desist order. And then Veronica was like, wah. But then, (laughs) at the cheerleading event, the football game with the cheerleaders were out, whatever. It was their event. (laughs) Cheerleading event. Cheryl's event. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The Cherry Bomb musical number. Yes. Cheryl has this snow cone and she's like, Veronica, want a lick? Or she says, care for a lick. And <laughs> Veronica licks it. And she's like, ooh, is this maple? Which sparks a great idea to mix oh. the maple syrup from the blossoms into her rum. Which good? makes it, apparently, it okay. they did shots of it at Pops in public. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> makes it different enough from her dad so she can sell it now. Mm-hmm. Wow. She's back that's, at the top. That's honestly smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is really smart. Yeah, it so does then good. we'll see where it goes too. Yeah. See what happens next. Wait, so do they have like a name for it? Is it like the Blossom Luna? Oh, that's coming. That's, that's coming? coming. Okay, mm-hmm. not yet. What would you name it? What would I name it? Uh, okay, well, what is it? Hmm. How about uh, um um? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one <laughs> um um what about sap uh spicy spicy sap mmm appetizing yeah. yes. that's it that's it only took what 20 minutes yeah spicy sap spicy sap spicy sap yeah I, want to I don't that. like whiskey so I don't know or it's rum. rum yeah gross great alright yeah but yeah, that's the main thing with Veronica during these episodes is her whole little battle with her dad. Mm-hmm. The rum war. I'm mm-hmm. glad it's like getting kind of light. I don't know. I guess it hasn't really been that dark. Well, no one was murdered. Well, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of dark, we get into dark Betty. Betty. <gasps> oh, dark Betty makes an appearance. Oh my gosh. She does. Mm, she does and she doesn't. Okay. Um, Charles comes over to their house and shows them video footage of Polly at Shady Tree um, attacking one of the nurses who's named Betty. Oh. And Polly will only talk to Betty. She won't talk to anybody else Mm -hmm. about what happened. And so Betty goes over there and Polly says she doesn't remember doing it and she doesn't remember anything about it. But she got a phone call like right before she attacked this woman. Suspicious. And so they're like, and they're trying to figure out who called Polly, but they haven't been able to track it down yet. And then then, like the next day or something while she's at home, they get a phone call and her mom answers it, hangs up the phone and then, you know, it's like kind of zombie like goes into the kitchen and grabs a knife and like goes after Betty. Yeah. And then Betty like snaps her fingers and her mom, yeah, like comes out of it and she's like, what's going on? Like, I don't remember what I was doing. And Betty's like, you were hypnotized. And she's like, and Polly was hypnotized. And she's like, there's only one person that I know of who would have done this or like only one place it would have come from, the farm. Mm. Which is still... Edgar's dead, but his wife, Evelyn, is in prison. Oh, okay. So she could be doing it from prison? She could be making the phone calls. And she is. And she is. Oh. So Betty goes and confronts her, and Evelyn's like, oh, it took you so long. And um, she finds out that, yeah, they've, like, hypnotized them to think that they are Betty attacking Dark Betty. Yeah, like, killing Dark Betty. Oh, okay. 
So okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Why does she call Polly? Does she just want to see if Polly would do it, or does she mm. think Polly was with her? No, because she just wants to mess with Betty. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so okay. she's just turning she's her just, family like, against her. Yeah. <laughs> well, and um, yeah, she tells Betty that they just have to use the code word, and pretty much that they'll attack Betty. Mm-hmm. And the code word is tangerine, tangerine, tangerine. And Evelyn, while Betty's visiting, yeah, like says it twice and is in the middle of saying the third time when Betty like hangs up the phone and is like freaked out Mm -hmm. and runs away. And so then she's telling Charles about it and he's like, well, why don't we try it like here to see what happens? And so he says like tangerine three times and nothing. Nothing happens? Nothing happens. That's risky. Yeah. And so she's like, okay. But then... Betty tries it again, like, in the middle of the night. She wakes up, looks in the mirror, and tries, like, saying it to herself in the mirror. Oh, very Bloody Mary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, like, a mirror break, and Alice runs up the stairs, and she's like, Betty, what happened? And Betty's just, like, laying back down in bed, so serene, and she's like, don't worry. I just wanted to see if Dark Betty was really dead. Wait, was this after the Charles thing? Mm-hmm. Wait, the second Charles thing? It was after the second one. Anyway, really creepy moment. She, like, broke her mirror after saying it, and she's, like, calmly laying back down in bed, and she's, like, And turns off her light. Yeah. And her mom's, like, Wait, so is she, like, stuck in the trance, then? We don't know. I don't know. It was just weird. But I missed a part. So in between there, she tried with Charles again, because she had this little, like, flashback to that moment when she was little, and her dad made her kill the cat with the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, I think this is where Dark Betty was born, when I had to kill Caramel. So Charles, because he can do all kinds of things. Except for defuse a bomb. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything but that. Yeah. Well, but he can instruct Betty how to do it, but he can't physically no, do it. Couldn't possibly. He no. doesn't have body pins. Yeah. 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 He can That's do why. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he can hypnotize people on the spot. So he hypnotizes Betty. Which is suspicious. Yeah. Let's just say that. You might learn that in the FBI. hypnotizes betty to go into this like trance state to go back into her memory of that so that like her 17 year old self can take the rock away from her child self and prevent her from killing the cat in her memory which somehow like makes dark betty never think exactly it makes no sense what is this psychology no what is dark betty is it literally like okay if we want to... Wait, what are you going to say? Is it bipolar or is it something No, it's just like her dark side. Like, well, everyone's got a dark side. Well, and... <laughs> I mean, but my dark side, like, gets up in the middle of the night and eats, like, chips or something. You know, and, like... You ties with the other <laughs> Can you I have to tell that story. Yeah, because this is my hypnotism moment. I, like, was... <laughs> I was sleeping and I was, like... I woke up because I wanted to drink some water and I just reached under my nightstand and I... Grabbed the bottle of hand sanitizer I had no. and I just squirted it in my mouth without no. thinking. It was the weirdest oh moment God. of like, what I don't know. What happened after you put it in your mouth? I gagged and I spit it out into the trash <laughs> and then I ran to the bathroom and brushed my teeth. It was just so oh bizarre. I was like, after it happened, I was like, did I just have a stroke? Like, why did I do that? What a 2020 thing to do. Honestly. Just score some hand sanitizer. <laughs> you need to, like, COVID. if I, like, sanitize my insides, then I'll then be I'll pure. Be pure I have to get rid of dark sand. <laughs> <laughs> Cleanse me. Yeah. 
But no, I mean, that's as deep as that goes. But okay, what do you well, think Dark Betty is then? No, well, if we're going to speak like actual psychology, like in union psychology, there is the concept of everybody's shadow or like their dark self. Okay. But in order for you, you know, like to be healthy and like balanced you have to accept your shadow and actually confront that part of yourself Mm. and accept it not repress it you can't repress it because that leads to all kinds of other problems yeah like you have to work through those things and figure out and just accept who you actually are Mm -hmm. and so like the whole concept of her going back and destroying dark betty i'm like no (laughs) are you just trying to screw yourself up even more i'm like you're How like, did they film that? Was it like a like a that's so Raven like into the <laughs> eye and then oh there's my childhood self I'm gonna step step away from her? Not that dramatic. Okay. No, like she like closes her eyes and it just like flashes back and she's in front of her house and she sees like her childhood self and she walks up to her and takes the rock and is like you can go like you don't need to do this and she's like I can go play and she's like yeah go play and then younger Betty's just like. Wee, okay. <laughs> Forget about the fact that my beloved my cat, cat is like sick here and is injured. I'm just gonna run off and play. Yeah. Yeah, and so then Betty just holds the rock and keeps younger Betty from killing Caramel. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up and she's like, Charles, I think that worked, however crazy it might be. Well, and then he hugs her though, which was like, and she seemed a little like uncomfortable, but then was like, oh, this is nice. Right. And I'm like, mmm. Mm. It was like a weird hug. Like, did you like give her a sniff? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we didn't see it. Mm. But no, it's just That's Charles. Okay. I just don't like Charles. And I'm like, no, because he's full well, of chick still. Well, we know that he's up to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No good. Up to no good. And it's good. not a surprise birthday party, I'll tell you that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wish it was. That'd be a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> Like, when they did that other one, when it, they went back and they were all dressed like they were in the comics yeah. for, like, Jughead's birthday. Yeah, we just birthday. need that to revive. Just, like, one solid episode where they're in their, like, comic versions of themselves. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Would be Season five. And There's still time. They can still That's how it there. ends. That's how it ends. They just hop into the comic world. I'm, honestly, I'm still expecting the ending to be... Some like a twist, like the whole story has just been written by Jughead or something like that. Since he's the evil twin, since he's the narrator for the whole show, anyway, I could totally see them. Maybe Jason ever died. Maybe he actually is a creative writer. Yeah, and he's the one writing this. (laughs) Sick burn. (laughs) And he's the one writing the entire show. Mm, Theory. That's my theory, and I feel like if they did that. Everything would make more sense if they did that too. If That'd it was be, like, but that would, but it would be, be a cop I hate out that cop too. Out. Yeah, it doesn't it would be work with this show. It, it doesn't work with this show. Like I know other shows, like mm-hmm. light, lighter comedies, have tried that, and it's yeah. like, oh, that's kind of cheeky and fun. But this, mm-hmm. it would just be like such an eye roll. Yeah, it'd be like really. Yeah, I say my guess. Everyone dies except Jason. <laughs> he comes. He's actually not dead. He's actually not dead. We find that out episode one of season five, and then. Ooh. He gets the spinoff. I would love that. <laughs> you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't watch that. I was like, <laughs> Jason and Polly. Oh my gosh. Oh, ew. No. <laughs> gosh. No. Couldn't pay me to watch that. <laughs> that would be the that would be the opposite of this podcast where I'm the one who watches it and just tells you two about it. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Jason, though. Yes. 
Jason, or Jason's body, we should say, was finally put to rest. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, for reals? For reals. Yeah. That should for have been reals. a true and a lie. Wait, okay, so did Tony just have enough? She was like, no, what? no, Tony is just like fine with whatever Cheryl says. <laughs> She's just like, okay, Cheryl. All right. Whatever, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like when Cheryl's like, I think it's time for us to bury Jason. Tony's just like, are you sure? Right. I think so. You know, not like it's about time. Okay. No, she's just That's like, a supportive relationship. I at know. Least. I know. I'm like, good for you, Tony. But, Something should be supported. But also, yeah, like, is that healthy? No. Like to bury the zombie brother. Well, that to part's have a good. Brother. <laughs> and to like be okay with Cheryl having a zombie brother. She's made it this far. Yeah. Oh gosh. But Cheryl had this dramatic moment. Where you think she's going to try to commit suicide again. She's like sitting in her living room with the Julian doll on one side and Jason's body on the other side. And she's got all these like exterminator, like roach killer things going Mm -hmm. off. Like, you know, the smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like all the bug bombs. Yeah. yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. And she was like, I was born from poison and I will die in poison. That's She must have been like saving that one. Oh, she totally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then you think like she's gonna do this but then you see this little trap door in the living room open and her mom falls out of it perfect outfit perfect hair she's been hiding in the house the whole time doing the julian Mm-hmm. Yes, she's the one who's been gaslighting Cheryl, and Cheryl figured it out. So she oh. set up this whole thing, and she's got this yes. red, gorgeous gas mask on, sitting well, on and the couch. And like World War Two era gas yes. mask, but it's red. But it's yes. bright red. Kind of like that. It's so cool, honestly. Yes, yeah. it's a look. Yeah, a Luke. Yeah, and so then she puts her mom on trial. And little you know, trial, or do you mean like on nah. like she just like sits down? She like her. ties her up <laughs> and oh, yeah, okay. and pretty much like talks to her about all the evil things she's done and asks her why she's always been so cruel to her her whole life. But her mom doesn't answer either. She's just like, why? She mostly says that she's and upset that Cheryl is happy with Jason and that she's upset that yes. she can't be happy with her son. This whole family. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and so Cheryl's like, really? That's the reason you've been doing this? And so then she's like, guilty. So, you know, we can't just take her to jail. We can't call Mm-mm. the cops. No. She takes her mother Prisoner? to the sex bunker. Yeah. And, and like, does she ties like... Ties her up there. Yeah, I was like, does she tie her or like handcuff her to the bed? I, I couldn't tell. Secured she's in like some fashion. She's like stuck there. Yeah. I think I should rewatch the episode just, just so we're For not... For that sh- detail. Yeah. I don't yes. want to get fact-checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. We don't want another, like, Jughead's hat moment. No. Oh. I couldn't live with myself. Yeah. (laughs) And all of this, though, made Cheryl realize, she's like, you know, I think Jason needs to be at peace. And it's time for me to let him be at peace. You know? Because she's like, because that's not something I've ever gotten in my life. And Mm -hmm. I need to stop dragging his body around with me. Literally. Yes. You're not doing anything with him anyways. She she talks to him. But why does she just get him cremated? Well, she does burn his body in this boat surrounded by flowers. Like Viking style. Oh, it's so dramatic. Yes. Wait, so he's gone for good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, they have a little funeral. Rip, rip. Send him off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So done with that storyline. Yes. It just, it was really, I mean, literally cutting the dead weight. Because that's mm-hmm. what Jason was in it's Cheryl's It's such an unnecessary scene, too. It's like, what is this adding to the story at all? Like, besides crazy. Yeah. yeah which we have enough of. Like, how yeah, do we relate like, to Cheryl when she's this 
insane. Yeah, oh, and like, like episode, she gets a cheerleading coach, and she's upset that she's not the HBIC anymore. Can't you relate to that? Oh. Yeah, isn't she just the most <laughs> relatable character? Honestly, having a dead brother would be more relatable. Wait. <laughs> Don't tell your brother. <laughs> Don't tell my brother that he's dead. It's like, the, cool for the summer. Don't tell your brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Jason is finally buried after four seasons. Gone. Well, I mean, not even buried, but... Gone. Gone. But not forgotten. Yes. yes. Never Always forgotten. Always in our hearts. Yeah. He's coming back for season five for that spinoff. I mean, Cheryl will never stop talking about him, so... I'm sure Tony's just, like, relieved now. Although, oh, yeah. her her girlfriend's mom is now locked in the sex dungeon, so... Where are they gonna go? <laughs> they have a <laughs> whole... I know, they have a whole house. <laughs> Jason's room. Oh, for Jason. <laughs> yeah. For only that reason. For just that reason. Yeah. Well, did he... He can't even enjoy his room. Yeah. Yeah. His ghost, you know, like... Well, now his soul can wander in by Polly or something. She's still alive. Yeah, I mean... Oh, like he's he can, gonna like, haunt watch... her. Yeah. We can, like, watch over her. And the baby. She needs it. I mean, he could be with... Yeah, like, watch over the baby. I wouldn't want my, my dad... My, my dead dad, who I've never met before, watching over me. But you'd you want wouldn't? your dead boyfriend doing it? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's better? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We don't need to... D- d- that's Dark Sam. All right. <laughs> Dark Sam's coming out. Yes. Ooh. I'm coming out. Okay, what else you guys got? Um. So after Betty gets rid of her dark self, supposedly... Um, she writes this article for the Blue and Gold about the big football game. Um, but, you know, Betty, she can't just, like, write a boring little article. She has to do some investigative journalism. Of course. So she talks to the Bulldogs, and they're like, Stonewall plays dirty. They don't play to win. They play to hurt you. So she starts digging into that mm. and talks to some players from other schools from, like, oh. East Side High or whatever. Here we go. Is that high school school? Crossover. Zac Efron comes in. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Zac Efron it would be, caging off it would on be the same so out of place. It would be so out of place. So we've got, you know, the East High Wildcats. Betty interviews them. And then she also interviews someone from Baxter High, which is our little Sabrina crossover. crossover. One of their football Sabrina players. from Sabrina? No. Who is it? It's like a very minor character from Sabrina who's like a jerk at their school. Yeah, he's like one of the football players. But if you know, you know. Why did you make me try to guess? Because I thought it would be funny. (laughs) Well, and I feel like, I mean, he is a minor character, but he's in every season. You know, I feel like he's the only... Like character in their school besides the main squad that you know, <laughs> really. He's so like who Kevin. would he be? Yeah, yeah I he's was like say, Kevin. He'd be like Kevin. Yeah, man. Maybe more like Moose because he's like, well, who's like mean Reggie? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, more like Reggie. He's like the Reggie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, so he makes a little cameo, and Betty finds out that the rumor is their coach pays the players to hurt like the opposing team. And that's how they win and do so well. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, they put their bunny masks on. They beat up Moose. It's like, or not, sorry, not Moose. Moose in the army. <laughs> Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Marvin what's his, what's his um, Monroe. Monroe. Too many ML names. Anyway, so they put their um, bunny masks on. They beat up Monroe. Like, it's pretty much true. Betty knows these guys wear bunny masks. It's a weird thing. But she can't, like, prove it. So she tries to... Um, like, have Veronica go undercover, 
wear a wire, go to this party that Brett's at, and, like, you know, loosen him up with some rum, flirt with him, try to get him to, like, brag about hurting Monroe. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really work because Jughead's there, blows her cover. Veronica? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Veronica? And she's like, no, I'm Monica. I'm blonde. Je suis Monica, yeah. a foreign exchange student. <laughs> so she doesn't really have any hard evidence. So she has to write her fluffy article, but she's still digging into Stonewall prep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be continued. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, I did have just a random quote of the day, though, from Good Guy Pops yes. oh, in this episode. Give it to me. That I just loved. Because Veronica, you know, it's like they, because Hiram, um, he like pulled some strings that they would lose their like liquor license in the Bon Louis. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking and everything pops, it's like, no offense, Veronica, but your dad wasn't raised right. <laughs> and that's his insult about Hiram. It's like the sweetest insult. It's, yeah, it's sweet, just like... but it's also brutal. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if that's everything, I have a game for you guys. Yes. Bring it on. As you guys might have noticed from, like, watching the show, they do this thing where there's, like, uh, a recognizable brand name that they tweak a little. Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. Like, Four Seasons is referred to as Five Seasons in a Mm -hmm. show. So I compiled... Spiffany's. Spiffany's. I... Okay. Get... Glamorous eggs. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna ruin the game. I'm sorry. It's, like, one of my favorite things. (laughs) Well, then you should know... Which ones are real and which ones are fake. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read off names that may or may not have been used and some I just made up. Okay. Mm. And so you're going to tell me, okay, so tell me if it's real. If you think it's real, then tell me what the real thing is. And if it, you think it's fake, then just say fake. Okay. Mm. Okay. Senior mints. <laughs> fake. I think they really use it on the show. They did. Oh, if they really use it on the show. Yes. Yeah. It's junior mints. They're all yeah. fake. They're all fake brand names. They're all the fake But it's whether they used it on the show or not. Yes. yes. Or if I made it up. Yeah. Okay. Grindem. Fake. I'm going to say real. What is it really? Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> TGI Saturday. I feel like they did not use That's that. That's too much. No. They didn't use it, but they did use TGI Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> which is, makes no sense. TGI Never have I Thursday. ever said, thank God it's Thursday. Yeah. All right. Lisa Funk. No. No. Yeah, that's fake. Swizzlers. Yes. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Yeah. And what is it? Twizzlers. Yes. Bean and Beluga. No. no. Yes. They did. What? Do you know what it is? No. Dean and DeLuca. Oh. oh. I know. I That one I was like, wow. They really had to put that one in there? I don't yeah. remember what the context was, but. Uh, Mango Democracy. Yes. I'm going to say no. It's not. <laughs> but I was proud of that one. What's that even a thing? Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's too much of a stretch for Riverdale. It is, it is. Too right. creative. Game Lad. No. No. It is. What's that for? Game Boy. What? <laughs> Game Lad? Game Lad. I feel like that one probably, like, I didn't even realize what they were trying to reference. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's this gibberish? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mart. Walmart. But the way you're laughing tells I'm me like, no. I don't think they did. They did. And it what? is Walmart. Walmart. I just, I hadn't read it out loud yet. Oh. So I was like, <laughs> this is hard to say. It's suspicious. Bachelorette. I'm going to say yes. And what is it? The Bachelorette. I'm going to say yes. It is. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cinder. I'm going to say yes. no. 
Because they already used Grindem. It's no. I made that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Next flicks. Next flicks? No. Yes. No. They actually say Netflix. Yeah. In the I was show. like, I feel like it's a Netflix Bumble. show too. All right, Steel Chef. I'm saying no. Yes. No. Oh, that was I was like, when would they ever talk about the Iron <laughs> Chef? <laughs> when do they talk about Game Lad? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's something they'd more talk about. That's true. Uh, Cover Lady. Cover no. Lady. No. No. <laughs> All right. You guys are pretty good. Some of them, it's like it's hard to get away with, especially when my face is giving away so much. <laughs> What was one of the ones they used in the last episode? Was it Three Buccaneers instead of Three Buccaneers? Yeah, all the candy. Yeah, like the Three Buccaneers, I and think. apparently, like, Glamourche was a, one of those brand name things. Yeah, it's like, really Fabergé. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were being stupid. All right. And as always, we are Riverdale fans first, friends second. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Like and subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a review because it helps visibility. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast. And see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.